0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today we're gonna be discussing in podcast number 67, five reasons why you wanna move to Tucson, Arizona. So let's get into it. Welcome everyone. Hey, uh, Tom Krieger here with the TJK team over at Keller Williams. We're here today, Basically to promote our city because we love our city. We want people to know how wonderful it is to live in Tucson, what we have to offer the general population and some really undiscovered areas that I think you would be pleasantly surprised to discover. So I'm here with Joe Paddock, our number one buyer's agent and Joe Brown, our marketing director and also a native to Tucson.
1: This is true.
0: true. Yeah. So let's get into it. So let's, Jill, let's talk about weather. What, you know, Tucson, I mean, it's not raining all the time. It's not Seattle. What is it about Tucson that people love the weather?
2: Well, I would say people love that, like you said, it's sunny most of the year. Um, About 80% of the year, it is. You know, full sun or partly sunny. Um, we do have a little bit of a rainy season with the monsoons, uh-huh. um, but after being sunny and warm, it's kind of a welcome reprieve. Uh, one thing that I like about the monsoons is that great creosote bush smell that comes off. There is nothing like the smell of rain in the desert.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is true. You you go out after it rains, and it's just it's almost like a flower smell out there. It's just so pungent. Out there, and um, a lot of people go, "What? What? What is that smell?" Because they, go, "Oh, that's the smell of uh, rain on asphalt." No, that's not. not. That's the creosote smell that we have. Yeah, um,
1: you can actually take creosote, and if you breathe on it, it will open up the pores, and yeah, it's, it's, it's meant to out. take in moisture. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So from that aspect, that's awesome. And so you said it's about eighty percent. So about two hundred ninety-five, three hundred days out of the year, it's pretty sunny. It's pretty sunny. Or. Really sunny, That right? is true, yes. Okay, and so so tell me what else besides the sun would draw people to, to Tucson that, that they love. I mean, I know, but let's share it with our with our audience.
2: Well, I think a lot of people think, oh, the desert, it's heat, it's hot all the time. It's, it's not. I mean, there, we do have some warm months, but most of our year is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're talking like jeans and short sleeves, not bundling up for the, you know, freezing cold and frigid weather, anything like that. Get a little bit of the freezing temperatures occasionally, but nothing too bad. It's it's really pretty. A little bit word I'm looking for. Temperate. There you go. Temperate, that that yeah. would be a good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Joe. You know, Jill talked about monsoons. You know, a lot of people are like, well, what do you mean monsoons? It's a desert, right? So why don't you speak to. You know, first of all, the time that we have for our monsoons, what they really are like, you know, what are the dangers, if there are any dangers, sure. what are the pleasantries of having moisture?
1: Yeah. So I, I would say most of the people um, who snowbird here don't get to, you know, see the monsoon season, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because it is a, a really sort of magical time of the year. Um, I get it. It's over 100 degrees outside, so being back in Wisconsin, where you're from, yeah. is probably uh, a better place to be to avoid the heat. Um, but yeah, when those monsoons start hitting, you know, you you get lots of lots of cirrocumulus uh, clouds building up, and, and you go, oh, it's it's probably going to rain in the afternoon. You know, you get them built up in the morning. And the rain comes in the afternoon. Uh, I'd, I'd say the biggest danger is uh, the flash flooding. Okay. Which most people go, well, I can outrun. I've heard someone say <laughs> this to me. <laughs> they can outrun the flash flood, and I'm like, I don't think you've ever seen a flash, a yeah. real flash flood. Because yeah. it's serious here. You know, you have, uh, especially in washes where they're dry, and right. immediately they're filled with. You know, a wall of water and and debris, and that's where it can be really dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. Uh, and we do have a stupid motorist law here, yeah. where <laughs> if if you have to get rescued because you took the chance to drive through it, you pay for it. Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: I think it's very fair. Now, you know, you talk about the monsoons. One of the things I love about the monsoons is we have Mount Lemon here yeah. in Tucson, and Mount Lemon is the southernmost ski resort in all the united states so when monsoons come in you talked about the clouds building up they build up over the mountains okay for the the rise of the heat it takes the convection currents the cloud formation starts and then what you see is the lightning that dances from one side of Tucson all the way to the other side from the mountains and it is spectacular. I think about 80% of the lightning pictures that you see that are like photographs in that are taken in Tucson.
2: They are there. It's It's beautiful, and you can see literally like lines in the sky where the rain is coming down, and you can watch it come. Um, Good thing is it doesn't typically last too terribly long; just enough for a refresh. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it takes, and it knocks that heat, and it's nice and cool for a while, and then she warms up, and we're back to. Normal temperatures. Yeah, yeah, but but
1: even even going back to the the Mount Lemmon that yeah. you're talking about, it, you you get into like 30 degree cooler temperature. So when it's 100 here, you know you take an hour yeah. about an hour trip. 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's and really nice up there. Go cook out, you know, go fish up there. It's a, yeah. it's awesome up there. Yeah,
0: and and one thing people may not realize if they live in like the plain states, okay, uh, like the Midwest, is that when you get to the top of that mountain. Even though it's cooler, the sun's stronger. Yeah, so oh, you right. have to put some sun, you know, sun lotion on. Okay, SPF fifty is probably the best. And keep you, but or wear a hat if you're, you know, like my brothers and you're bald. You know, you want to wear a hat because you don't want any any ash there. Yeah. Um, outdoor activities. Let's talk about some of the outdoor activities.
2: Well, because the weather is so nice for so much of the year, it gives you a lot of opportunity to do things outdoors and enjoy it. Um, one of the to me, most notable things about Tucson is how bike friendly it is. Um, any time of the year, really. In the summer, it's it's usually in the mornings, but you'll see biking clubs and groups out. Um, taking advantage of all the bike trails and bike paths. We have the Loop, which is a little over 100 miles around Tucson.
0: Wow, 100 miles on a bike.
2: On a bike, yeah. I'm getting
0: tired thinking about that.
2: I know, <laughs> but it is nothing for people to go out and do like a 40-mile ride a day. Um, again, in the wintertime, pretty much any time of day, if you're looking in the summer, you're probably looking at starting at like four or five in the morning, but it's it's very bike-friendly. Bike
0: Okay. And what I would assume there's probably hiking paths. too. you know, you got mountains, you got desert, right? So what about our hiking trails, Joe?
1: Yeah, we've got, we've got a ton around here. Um, and, and Stephanie and I love to go, my wife, Stephanie, uh, love to go sort of reset and get back out into nature. It's very easy to access those, those trails, you know, half an hour max, maybe from the center of the city. To get out to one of those trails, and we do have twenty-seven trailheads here in the Tucson greater area. Yeah, so.
0: that's great. Now I know that there are the easy trails for the old guys, and then there are the ones for the you know the the young the young folks out there. Um, some of those. Trailheads can go two to three thousand feet from the beginning to the top, and other ones like the ones out um, west here by Picture Rocks and that they only the elevation changes is only like 187. So you can just have a nice casual walk, get some of the city views from there, see some of the foliage that's out there, some of the wildlife. You'll come across like a like a mule deer or maybe a coyote or or a javelina. You'll see, uh, you know, the, the regular types of wildlife, too, like rabbits and, and hawks and birds and stuff like that. So it's awesome. Um, what what else, as far as activities, do you see for maybe the younger folk in Tucson, like kids, kids kind of activities? Yeah.
2: Um, well, with it being, again, so nice throughout the year, soccer is pretty much year-round. There's all sorts of club teams. Um The Fort Lowell
1: Soccer Shootout. Fort Lowell Soccer Shootout
2: is a big one, yes. A lot of the um, AYSO club teams and all of that participate. Um, There's volleyball – not volleyball. That's not outdoors. There is – Sometimes. Sometimes, true. There's baseball is Mm -hmm. a big one. Um, There is softball. And there's also a lot of adult leagues for this. There's actually even like adult kickball leagues Mm -hmm. and things like that. So you can – find something. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Well, let's talk about, you know, maybe another reason why you'd want to move to Tucson and that's education. And so, Jill, we're going to, again, start this off with you because you are the education czar here on the team. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, the school systems and, you know, why education in Tucson? You know, a lot of people think, uh, and I hear this because originally I'm originally from Wisconsin. A lot of people out of the Southwest. Their education sucks down there and all that. But realistically, tell us the, you know, the reason why you'd want to be pulled to Tucson for educational purposes?
2: Well, to me, the reason, the biggest reason is there is so much variety. Mm -hmm. Um, Unlike a lot of other places, we don't have school districts based on the county. Um, We have here in Tucson, we've got the Flowing Wells District, the Amphi District, we've got TUSD, um, Catalina, so you've got a lot of different choices there. depending on where you live, obviously you live in a district. However, you also have a lot of different options as far as charter schools go. Um, BASIS is, you know, a top-ranked charter school. There are several campuses here. Um, Some people might be familiar with Dr. Lehman, who has several different Lehman Academies around town. Um, There are different um, charter schools that focus on science, technology. Um, And then, in addition to that, there is also private schools. And um, something unique here, too, is that... You know, pre- people think private schools. Oh, I can't afford that. Well, Arizona offers the opportunity that you can have you know yourself and friends contribute their tax dollars directly to a specific private school on behalf of your child, so you don't have to pay the entire fee. Um, they'll deduct what's contributed, uh, so that makes some things that maybe normally wouldn't be an option for some people makes it an option for them. Hey,
0: everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. Also, we are licensed realtors practicing equal housing. Now, let's get you back to the podcast. So like like myself, being a grandfather, I don't have any, any kids. Um that are going to school anymore, but I could donate to, let's say, an Amphi school, and then that donation could be applied to somebody else, or I could say I'd like it to be applied to this student, okay? So it could be a relative or a friend or somebody like that.
2: Right, yeah. If you're, And so that's the other thing. Um, you can donate to a public school, and that is different than donating to a private school. You can mm-hmm. donate to both. Um, if donating to a public school, you can designate it for... Maybe you really want to support their music program. You can designate it to go to the music department. You can designate it to go to help pay for field trips for the kids. Private school, you can designate it towards the tuition of a specific student.
1: Excellent, We, Excellent. we, we should say that we are licensed realtors, not licensed tax advisors. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that yeah. is a good point. And we're not politicians. <laughs> you Thank you very definitely much. definitely <laughs> always
2: need to check because while most people do qualify to get the tax refund on that, I will say not everybody does. So you do need to speak with your tax um, advisor as far as how that could best work for you.
0: Okay, great. Let's talk about some of the education in the medical industry here, Joe?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we have some uh, really great ones, I think, on on the cutting edge. Um, We do have the University of Arizona here, who uh, is a part of uh, Banner, UMC Banner, University Medical Center Banner. Uh Uh, And they do a lot of cutting edge things. When we had the shooting here with Gabby Giffords, uh, she went there. We had one of the top uh, brain surgeons here working on her and uh, helping save her life, which was pretty incredible uh, to see. Yeah,
0: I just saw a little article with her and her husband out walking around. It's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it's a, it's amazing that that what they're able to do these days. Uh, and then up in Phoenix, and and maybe Jill can talk a little bit about this better than I can. Uh, but Mayo, the Mayo Clinic, is up in Phoenix, and.
2: And they do a lot of great things. They do. Um, The Mayo Clinic um, and then there's also um, MD Anderson Cancer Centers up there. Both of them have a lot of different opportunities that you can't find elsewhere because they are such research-based hospitals. Um, You're able to find, you know, the newest um, technology and treatments and things like that available. Um, And in addition to that, um, surgeons, doctors that are... Have better certifi or I can't say better, but um, more advanced certification and more advanced experience, mm-hmm. providing you with a, a really good treatment.
0: So one of the reasons why a lot of people want to move to the Arizona area, Tucson or or Phoenix, is because of the clinics here. Okay, because mm-hmm. as we grow old, as we age in place, we're going to need more help from the medical industry. So having Mayo Clinic within mm-hmm. forty five minute drive of of you know certain areas of Tucson mm-hmm. is awesome, right?
1: and And historically speaking, uh we had a lot of doctors recommend back east for people to move out here who had tuberculosis problems yeah uh so that's one reason why this area grew so quickly. Yeah. Okay, so, great. just a side note, and another side note um Jill is because we didn't say this, Jill was a teacher. And a cancer survivor. So she's uh, a, an amazing person all around, too. So, amazing person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just wanted to put that one out yeah. there.
0: And the next podcast will be called The Jill Paddock Show. Right, right. <laughs> she deserves it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let Joe listen. Let's talk about events here in Tucson. I mean, there's a lot of things that go on in Tucson, a lot of people are, are aware of, and then some. People aren't aware of certain things. Like, for instance, we have something called the El Tour de Tucson. And what is that, right? Well, it's a marathon, but only on a bicycle, not running. It's like 104 miles, right? And people come from all over the world. And I was told that not only on the Tour de Tucson, but also the people that are practicing for the tour de france come here and ride up mount lemon and ride back down so that they get used to the heat and if they can do that in the heat and and the elevation it's much better when they're over in france going through um the mountains over there in france so we so we have the bike tour what about um some other
2: Bike tour, can we jump in real quick and talk about how yeah, um, it's it is there's the full one is 100 miles, but don't get discouraged if you're not the 100 mile biker um, because they do have shorter ones, so we really have you know something for everybody in that everybody can participate and take part in it and enjoy the experience.
0: And it's a big deal because the roads get shut down,
2: roads get shut down, traffic gets diverted, Yeah. yeah, it's it's huge,
1: and besides that. The, the other major event that we have here that attracts people literally from all over the world is the gym, Tucson Gym and Mineral Show. Which just ended. It just ended. Just, yep. Yeah, and, and it's about a month long. Um, and at the convention center, I mean, it's all around Tucson. Yeah. You, you can go visit multiple locations. You can look at fossils, really great fossil displays. Uh, we've had other cities trying to vie to, to take that away from us. Um, but it, it is a, a great revenue maker for the city. And so they don't want to lose it, obviously. And, and and it's been here for years.
2: It's, I mean, I grew up here too, as long as I can remember. Um, and the U of A, you know, does a great job bringing in geology students and things like that, so they'll have a whole area dedicated to kids and exploring fossils and different um, types of rocks and just educating them. Kids have a great time, too, so it's not just yeah. you know, adults.
0: It's, and, it's, and, uh, and downtown gets just packed with everything. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, so we got the uh, Jen and Mineral Show. We've got the Tour de Tucson. What about, um, let's say, some places outside of Tucson Direct, maybe a little bit out farther?
1: Yeah. Um, so we do have uh, the rodeo, which is going on right now. right now. And most people probably don't know who don't live in Arizona. We get days off for the rodeo. Yeah, Kids off the of school, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we don't get, um, uh, president's, presidents yeah. day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then it, it gets swapped for rodeo days. Okay. Um, so, uh, People listening are probably like, oh, those those hicks out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well as
0: there. A there's a, a lot co- of us that say the presidents aren't worth having their own days anymore anyways, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So well, I'd rather celebrate to, the cowboy. Oh, yeah. No. It took me a
2: long time to realize not everybody gets rodeo days. In fact, not even Phoenix gets rodeo days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: So we actually do have a radio a rodeo. We do have um, a, a regular uh, parade that goes through the town so you can get tickets. It's, it's a pretty cool thing. You know, one of the things I really liked when I first moved to Tucson years ago was the street festivals. We have this street festival here called Fourth Street or Fourth Avenue uh, Street Festival. And you can go down there and find all kinds of art, some really cool stuff and great food. Yes, I go down there and find some great barbecue. There's some great street taco people down there. You can have a few beers sit around or a glass or two of wine and sit around and just people watch, or you can get some really interesting artwork. I've got some pieces, in fact, in my office there, I've got a piece that I bought from um, the 4th Avenue Fair. One of the things I also like about that is that you get to meet the most interesting people There's a lot of people that live in central Tucson that attend that fair and they just hang out. And you could be sitting on a chair underneath a tent having a beer and the guy right next to you is 75 years old and you find out he's a well-known author and he lives right around the corner. It's like... Wow. It's very interesting. So the street fairs here are are really a lot of fun along with, you know, like our food trucks, Mm -hmm. right? We have a tremendous uh, variety of food trucks here in Tucson. Uh A lot of people don't realize that that's like to me, a hidden gem Mm -hmm. to be able to just go to this little food truck and maybe get a Sonoran dog or get maybe some French tacos. You ever heard of French tacos in Tucson? They're here
1: yeah we have a cultural confluence when
0: it comes yes. to food,
1: which we'll talk about in, in a little bit yeah, yeah that
0: that'll be awesome. I'm interested in that and so then and then lastly quick uh quickly, we have the Sonoran Museum here, yeah, which is really a museum about desert life. It's you can go see rattlesnakes, you can see javelina, you can go see coyotes in a safe environment. I mean, you're not handling the the rattlesnakes, right? You can see all kinds of s- different species of animals and insects in that. and it, It's a great education. I'm assuming, uh, Jill, that when you were teaching that maybe there were like uh, field trips to that?
2: There are, yep, yeah. field trips. Um, you know, Each of the schools have kind of different plans as far as what field trips to do, but Desert Museum is always on there at some point, in, um, or at least once in your elementary education experience. And they do focus a lot on um, education. And teaching, you know, preservation and conservation, all of that of our desert environment. Um, And it's also really interesting to learn how people used to survive here before we had air conditioning and running water and all of that. I mean they
0: did survive? I thought Uh, they moved down here after (laughs) conditioning was invented. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about, let's shift again because we're in like item number four. The fourth reason to come down here is the growing tech business that's down here. A lot of people don't realize what's happening down here. So, Joe, you're kind of the techie guy. So, one you speak
1: of. to that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, kind of going back to the University of Arizona, um, like, you know, they're they're a main reason why the city has has flourished, even when we didn't have the industry here. Um, so we had Dave, we have Davis Monthan and, yeah. and uh, U of A, and also Raytheon. Um, so. And Davis
0: monthan is our is Air Force base, and some say that it's also like a a secret base here. There's some um, military intelligence that is in Davis monthan so you, you know there's some high tech, yeah, people here.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and there is uh, I think a reason probably why those all all of those um, entities sort of work together. Right. So you have the university training engineers to go and even people will move here to go to the university to work at Raytheon. And same with uh, with DM, you know, in uh, Davis-Monthan, as we call it. Um, But another side note, I want to kind of interesting fact. We have the longest standing rivalry, university rivalry with ASU and U of A interstate rivalry. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it, since before we were a state even, you know, uh, became a state, part of the United States, we were still a territory. And in 1885 was when the university was established, University of Arizona. And then we had, we have the longest running. We found a, a an actual tournament cup at, in a basement at the U of A somewhere saying, proving that we were Oh, wow. Uh, his, very interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. It's a school name <laughs> <day> here, <laughs> the nitty gritty. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's just kind of a, a fun little uh, snippet with that. But, but in, in a, another thing U of A has a great optics department, and they work with NASA uh, uh, often. Um, mm-hmm. OSIRIS REx, which is uh, another recent launch that, that NASA did, um, they, we had, University of Arizona had a, a big uh, influence with that. So, yeah, lots of telescopes. We have light ordinances here yep. because we have telescopes around up on Mount Lemmon uh, and out on Kitt Peak, uh, another nearby peak around here. And so we can't ha- be too bright in the city. Otherwise, we ruin, ruin the look of things. So we do have a lot of uh, astrophotographers come out here because we have pretty clean, clean as in. Clean skies. N- yeah, no, no light pollution. Clean right? clear skies. So, so yeah, kind of interesting stuff. So solar
0: too, you know, a lot of people, when you go to California, you see a lot of, uh, when you're driving through Palm Desert and all that, you'll see a lot of the windmills there, you know, the big turbine, wind turbines here. Here you'll see farms of solar panels. I mean, square miles of solar panels. Um, At the Davis-Monthan Air Force Base, they're using solar a lot. The city of Tucson has got solar farms in the northwest section of the city. We're seeing more and more solar being utilized here in Tucson because we have almost 300 days a year with sunshine.
2: See, if you look, um, a lot of the public schools um, and the public buildings, they provide covered parking, which you think is great, but it's solar panels. Yep, right right yep. up
0: there. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, our technology is here and, and we have more and more businesses moving in here. Yeah. You know, some of the businesses that have moved here already, Raytheon, Caterpillar. Um, we talked about ADP. Um, yes, ADP. Also, we talked about Raytheon hired 3000 new engineers over the last couple of years. We know that because it's real estate agents. We're dealing with a lot of engineers. So Tucson is growing. Amazon.
1: We have two major warehouses yeah, here. Yeah, two Target- major
0: Amazon warehouses here. We're we're in that quarter where um, product is going to come up through Mexico, mm-hmm. through the United States, uh, into the United States, through Arizona, through, Fe- or through Tucson, and through Phoenix, out of Arizona, into Las Vegas, and then disperse from there. So we're seeing a lot of companies coming here because of the ease of distribution. We're only you know, four hours away from the ocean. Right. Well, really, I mean, it's, yeah. a, you know, it's a morning yeah. drive to go to the Pacific ocean, right? It's four and a half. To, well, maybe for most people it's five and a half hour drive. Yeah. for me, it's a four hour drive up <laughs> to Vegas, you know, so there are, you know, you can get to LA in six hours. It's not that far from major distribution points of interest. Yeah. So let's talk about the historical significance. Now yeah. being transplanted here from Wisconsin, um, 20 years ago. I uh, don't have as much in the form of personal experience and knowledge about the historical aspect, like cultural uh, confluence, the architecture, the comparable, all that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna rely on the two of you to talk about that. So let's first of all talk about the one that everybody knows about, Tombstone.
1: Uh, so Tombstone, um, we even have a lot of reenactments happen, yep. which is really cool when you go and see it. Um, so everyone has probably seen the movie, very popular movie, Tombstone, uh, based around that. And, and there are historic facts that are in that. They're aggrandized a little bit because it's obviously Hollywood. It's Hollywood yeah, yeah, they have to do that. Um, but yeah, they, you could go into into the different saloons and things that that actually existed yep. and still exist today, um, and people are still finding artifacts from from that era, which is pretty wild. Um, And even nearby there is uh, a Bisbee. So you go through Tombstone to get to Bisbee. And that was one of the largest cities uh, during the, the push westward between San Francisco and New York. So yeah. that was the largest city between those two major. It cities. was, and at one time, it was the richest city in America. Yeah, go stay at the Copper Queen and take a haunted yep. yeah, tour. Yeah, take a right. right.
0: So let's talk about uh, some things that grow right around Tucson, grow around Tucson, like Pima cotton.
1: Yeah, uh, so that's kind of another uh, big one that we have. It, it, that's one of the five C's of Arizona, uh, and that is copper, cattle, cotton, citrus, and climate. Uh, so those are the, the main things that historically we've been known for, um, a little less so today. But yeah, you, when you look on a t-shirt and you see Pima cotton, that came from Pima County and the Pima, named after the Pima Indians. Yep. Tohono O'odham, also kind of synonymously named. Um, that is Pima cotton. Interesting. Yeah, big industry.
0: Okay, and then last let's talk about You know, we have so much culture here, you know, we have Native Americans, we have Spanish, we have the um, influence from China that a lot of people don't realize the Chinese influence that we have here. We have influence from the Eastern Europeans as they come forward.
1: We've just won an award, Joe. So the UNESCO uh, Creative City of Gastronomy Award. uh, We're the only city out of the entire world to be given this award. And mainly the reason... In the United States? Well, no, in the world. Really? In the world, yeah. So UNESCO is international. Okay. Um, And and the the biggest reason is because we have been cultivating this land for over 4,000 years. And it hasn't just been from one culture. Um, It's been... Tohono O'odham started it, and we had Chinese immigrants sort of have their influence um, on the culture and and on the food that they're bringing in, Uh, and the same with with Spanish, that was another big one. We have fantastic uh, Mexican food restaurants here. In fact, I read an article, and I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but in Mesa, it was named the number one restaurant. In the United States. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so it's a it's a Hispanic restaurant. You know, Mexican food, delicious stuff. Um, especially our Sonoran influenced Mexican food. That's, yeah. in my opinion, the best. The best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's really interesting to see Spanish missionaries uh, have have their influence and in, in, uh, bringing that up here, with and uh, Chinese immigrants, and then the European influence uh, coming. You know, with with the westward push. So we we really are a confluence of cultures around here. Excellent.
0: Well, Jill, any more to add to the, uh, to the five reasons why?
2: No, just okay. that you need to come check it out for yourself. And I think everybody has their favorite, so I'd be interested to hear what our viewer's favorite is.
0: So you can contact us if you have any more questions about Tucson in general or Arizona, um, the Phoenix area, too. Look right below here. It'll give you all the information on how to get a hold of us. I want to thank you for listening to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate. And you can ask us for our Tucson Relocation Guide. And it's got all this information in. Until next time, have a great day, America. Hey, thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty Podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team. If you are thinking about buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, please reach out to us. We are local here in Tucson, Arizona, but we are also
2: connected to over 4,000 agents across the U.S. So again, looking to buy, sell, or invest in your hometown, reach out to us and let us connect you.